Ephesians chapter 6, if you will, the book of Ephesians, chapter number 6. Look at verse number 10. The Bible says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take in the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. <clears throat> take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, the utter- that, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Father, we just ask you that you continue to work through the preaching of your word for these next few minutes, and thank you for your goodness to us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We are in a battle. There's not any doubt about that. I mean, you can read the newspaper, I mean, in past weeks, and then in just past days, you can see that this world is in a battle, and it's a spiritual battle. There's only two forces in this world, the force of God and the force of evil, and we know that we are standing in this battle. And the Word of God tells us here to be strong. We're going to have to be strong. Now, we can't be strong by ourselves. We have to be strong in the Lord. It said that be strong in the Lord and in His might. We can't do this on our own. There's no way. We, we might do it for a time, but we'll weaken well, we might, we might do it for a season, <clears throat> but there come a time that we'll fall. I mean, we might do it and even fool those that are around us, the closest of the people that are around us. But there's going to come a time that we're not going to be able to withstand. Uh, as the enemy gets stronger and as attacks get stronger, we are going to have to be strong in the Lord and in His might. We just can't do it on our own. So we have to know our enemy. Verse number 11 says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We know that his playground is our mind. Anything that he can do, anything that he can plant up there to get us to think opposite of what God would have us to think, he will do that. He, he works in all different, different ways, and, and, and we know his devices. We're not to be, we're not to be ignorant of his devices. <clears throat> He'll do his best to get us to believe a lie, whatever the lie may be. He'll do his best to get us to believe a lie, whether, whether it is, whether it's somebody that, uh, whether it's, whether, whether it's, uh, that somebody thinks, um, whether it's, a, whether it's that somebody thinks evil of you or whether it's somebody does not want you around or whatever he can plant in your mind to get you to be against the brothers and sisters in Christ, he will do that. 
uh, whether he can paint a bad picture of someone in your own mind, get you to thinking that they don't like you, they don't care about you, they don't want anything to do with you, even though you know you don't know whether that's true or not, he will paint a lie like that in your mind to to drive a wedge between a brother or a sister in Christ. He will get you to believe a lie. He will get you to believe that you do not have victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. He will get you to believe that there is not power in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He will get you to believe that there is not power in prayer and there is not power in praise and there is not power in telling others about the Lord Jesus Christ. But he's a liar. He is a liar. He'll get you to think evil of other people if he can do that. He'll get you to dwell on the negative. I said he'll get you to dwell on the negative. I'll say it again. He'll get you to dwell on the negative all that he can because if you dwell on the negative more than you dwell on the positive, it won't be long before you're down in the you know, before you're down in the dumps and you're just not any good to yourself or anybody around you. Because he's a liar and he's the father of lies and he's going to do everything he can to mess you up because his motive is is that he came to kill and to steal and destroy. He came to kill your walk with God. He came to steal away your, your, your joy. He came to destroy your testimony with the Lord Jesus Christ and with God. I'm telling you, the devil is a liar and we need to know him well and we need to re, we need to realize when he is on the attack that we can take every thought captive. As these negative thoughts come into our mind, as these negative things wake up, as these negative things come into our mind, we have to be willing and able to recognize the attacks of the devil so that we can shut him down right away. So we have to put on the armor of God. Uh, it says there in verse number 14, stand there, uh, therefore having your loins girt about with truth. And so we need to have our loins girt about with truth. Well, yeah, we need to be, we need to have the word of God. Well, that's, that's in a little bit, but we need to be truthful. We need to be truthful in everything we do. We need to be truthful with ourselves. Where am I really at in my walk with God? Where am I really at in my stand with the Lord? Where am I really at in my, uh, in my uh, trying to live a godly life? Because our God is holy. He says, be ye holy for I am holy. Where am I really at in that? You know, I have found out that you can talk to the Lord about that. and He doesn't get mad if you're honest with him. I can find out the more honest that I am with God, the more truthful that I am with God, the more He is able to help me. He wants us to be honest with ourselves. He wants us to be truthful. And certainly we ought to be truthful with one another. We shouldn't have to put on some type of facade. That's not the right thing to do. <clears throat> we should be able to be truthful with one another with uh, no great fear that if we would ask somebody to pray for us or ask somebody to help us along the way, uh, that they would go and they would talk to other people about that instead of just encouraging us or, 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 or trying to help us along the way. I hate gossip. Y'all already know that. I hate gossip. And we ought to be able to, we ought to be able to have good Christian friends where we can be truthful and look for those that would encourage and help us along the way. It also says to uh, take on the uh, uh, shield of faith, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, and, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. And so we have on the blessed, uh, breastplate of righteousness, put on the armor of God. And, and it's so very important that we do. Uh, the breastplate of righteousness is not something that it's just far-fetched. Well, what is that preacher? It's doing the right thing. No, no, it's doing the right thing no matter what. No matter what, we do the right thing. When we come to those crossroads where we have a decision, whether we're going to do wrong or do right, we do right. 
Okay, people say, well, I don't know, preacher. You know, I tell you, I've just got this, I've just got this problem and it just seems like, it just seems like I can't help but do this. I can't help but do that. And I can't help but listen to this. And I can't help but, I can't help but think that. And I can't help but look at this and all these different things. Well, that's another lie of the devil. We have to choose to do right. Oh, no, no, no. You can choose to do right if you truly want to choose to do right. There's nobody that's going to force you. Nobody's going to twist your arm to do wrong. Uh, people, people say today, well, I've just got this. I just don't, I can't help myself. Oh yeah, you can help yourself. If it was in a situation to where, if it was in a situation to where you were had to make a uh, choice to do the wrong thing or the right thing, and somebody came into the room with one of your loved ones and said, well, if you do the wrong thing, your loved one's going to die. If you do the right thing, your loved one will remain alive. I think we'd probably be able to make the right choice, don't you? Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's a selfishness inside of us. And we just have to decide that we are going to do the right thing. Then it says, and and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we heard about that tonight. And it's the right thing to do, to be telling people about the Lord Jesus Christ. Even as I said this morning, excuse me, that brother Walt has lived in this town for 71 years, has never had anyone give him a gospel track. That is an absolute shame. I mean, people ought to get tired of the people of Riverside Baptist Church passing them out a track, giving them a track, inviting them to church. I said people ought to get tired of just getting getting uh, gospel tracts from the people of Riverside Baptist Church. We need to get the gospel out to a lost and dying world. Um, uh, but then verse number 16 says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And so we are to have this, um, we to have this um, faith. Um, we are to be believing that God will. Has anybody ever had a lack of faith to this point that you get down and you pray that God would do something in your life or the life of a loved one or whatever the case may be and get up off of your knees and go, well, I don't know if that's going to work. Oh, come on. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. I mean, we do believe that God is alive. We do believe he's a well, is well. We do believe he answers prayer. And I'm telling you, we need this type of faith, believing that he will. We need to believe that, we need to believe that he will do things in our life. We need to believe that he will make the changes in our heart. We, we need to believe that he will make the changes in the hearts of loved ones. We need to continue to trust him and have that faith that he can do what we cannot do. And then it talks about the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not talking about being saved, but it's talking about keeping our hope in Christ, right. the helmet of salvation, that it keeps our hope in Christ. Well, well why, do you think, why do you think you're anybody? Well, I'm not anybody, but I have a great Savior. He saved my soul. There's nobody that can get me out of that. I mean, there's nobody that can steal that away. No matter what I might do and where I might go, the Lord Jesus Christ saved my soul. He sealed me to the day of redemption, and there is no way that anybody can take me away from that. Oh, no, no. We put on the helmet of salvation because it keeps our hope in Christ. Look, every day that we get up and walk out, we need to put on that helmet of salvation because it will keep our hope in Christ. I'm not anybody. He is everything. I am weak, and He is strong. I may fail, but he has never failed. 
And we can trust him, but we need to gird ourselves with this armor. And one of the biggest, biggest points, uh, 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 pieces of that is this helmet of salvation. If you don't get it settled in your own heart that God has saved you by his grace, that you have truly trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're going to have a hard time doing anything for the Lord or making any strides in your Christian life. We have to have this hope in Christ. And then it talks about the sword of the spirit. Take And take the helmet of salvation, verse 17, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I'm thankful we have this old Bible. I'm thankful we can trust it. I'm thankful we can run to it. I'm thankful that it has the answers for every issue of life that might come up. Well, well, preacher, I tell you, I just don't, I don't get that out of it. Well, I mean, maybe, no, 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 no. Maybe you ought to study it. I'm not trying to be a smart ass. No, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to be ugly. But there's one thing. There, no, it's one thing to read the Bible. It's another thing to study the Bible. And it really is amazing if we put out a little bit of extra effort how God can do amazing things through his word. How he can show you amazing things through his word. And I have found this. The, the, the more that I read the Bible, the more that I'm determined to read more of the Bible, the more he speaks to my heart. And so maybe your one chapter a day isn't working, or maybe your three chapters a day isn't working, or maybe your five chapters a day isn't working. Maybe you need to go to ten chapters a day. Maybe you need to read the Bible in the morning, and you need to write, read the Bible at night. I don't know exactly what it's going to take for you, but I do know this. The Word of God has the answers that we need, and we can fight the fights of this life if we are equipped with the sword of God. Then it talks in verse number 18 and 19 about praying. Pray always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. <clears throat> we need to be praying in the spirit. We already heard about that, didn't we? Praying in the spirit's not a weird thing. It's just praying in the weird of, uh, weird. It's praying in the word of God. It's praying it, it, it's praying in the will of God. What God wants. You know why a lot of people don't see answer to prayer? Because they're too busy praying for stuff. I want to pray for stuff. You know, the first thing we need to be praying about is our walk with God. He's the one that can help us be close to him. He's the one that can help us to overcome sin. He is the one that can open up the word of God. He is the one that can help us to open our mouth boldly and tell others about the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one that can take away the fear of witnessing for the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one that can give us a heart of love. He is the one that can help us to love others the way that we should. I'm telling you, we need to spend more time in prayer for our spiritual needs than we do anything else. First and foremost. Come on, if we're not where we need to be spiritually, we're going to have a really hard time praying for others the way that we should, aren't we? Oh, no, no, we can go through the motions. We can go through all of it. We can go down the prayer list and all those things. But if we are not where we really need to be spiritually, we're going to have a really hard time praying for others the way that we should. And and truly, if, if things are between us and God and we're not where we need to be and we know we're not where we need to be, there's things that we just have gotten to where we overlook and we overlook them in our life instead of letting God deal with them. I'm telling you, it will put a blockade between us and God when it comes to prayer time say preacher i pray but it just seems like my prayers aren't going anywhere then maybe you ought to start with this prayer lord search me try me see if there's any wicked way in me 
help me, Lord. I've got this. I've got this. I've got. Um, I, I, I've got this sin in my life, and I just can't seem to overcome it. God can overcome it. I've got this weight that so easily besets me and keeps me from doing the things that I need to do for you, Lord. I'm telling you, He can help you with those things. But we have to be praying in the Spirit for what God wants. And certainly we do have to be praying for others. It's a good thing to pray for others. We, 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 I'm, boy, I tell you, you, you say, man, I tell you, I've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for this person or this thing, whatever the case may be. And it just doesn't seem like God is doing anything. You don't know what God's doing. I said, you don't know what God's doing. You don't know how God's working. You don't know what God may be doing in a person's heart or a person's life. I witnessed to my dad after I got saved for 14 years, prayed and prayed for him. I was at a point where I thought, man, this guy's never going to get saved. He's been turned over to a reprobate mind. This isn't going to work at all, but I never gave up praying. And God did something in his heart that Bill Marshall couldn't do. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. I, I'm telling you, we, 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 need to, we need to be praying for others and then verse number 19, I'm going to hit it. Verse number 19 says, And for me, the Apostle Paul said, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make the mystery, to make known the mystery of the gospel. Praying for your preacher. I don't mind asking. Well, come, preacher, because I need it. And I know I do. Praying for your preacher. It's a good thing to be where God would have you to be, if for nothing else, so you can pray for your preacher. I tell you what, I don't know about preacher. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know about him either. But I do know this. Prayer is very powerful. And if I'm, if I'm not what someone needs for me to be, I would pray that they would just pray that God would help me to be what they need to be. Biggest, priv- biggest privilege I've ever had in my life is to be a pastor. Biggest privilege I've ever had in my life. I'm so very thankful for it. And I want to be a help, but I am just a man. I am just a sinner saved by grace. I, 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 I have feelings. I have emotions. I have problems. Don't say anything, honey. <laughs> she knows them all. I need your prayer. I need your prayer. I care about people, but I need God's direction on how to exactly help people. How I can pray for people. How I can be there for them. Because I want to be there for them. I need your prayer. Also that I might speak boldly. Making known the mystery of the gospel. Well, I tell you what, preacher, you get up there on Sunday morning, you get to preach, and I'm telling you, boy, you just seem, it just seems like, you know, there's some stuff people don't like to hear. I know. I, I figured that out. There's some stuff people just don't like to hear. They don't like to hear. 
But if it's the word of God, they need to hear it. And no matter where anybody might be in their life, you say, well, I tell you what, you know, sometimes preacher, it just seems like you're just preaching right to me. You know, we heard about the Holy Ghost also. He's pretty good about walking down our alley and rattling our trash can when he needs to. I can promise you one thing. You can go in and search all my notes out in my study. I don't have, I don't have list of your sin in there going, well, I need to nail them again. There's a problem here. I mean, there's a few easy targets like Brett, but besides that. (laughs) No, I just need the leadership of God. And I do believe this. I do believe that God gives leadership for a pastor to preach what the people need to hear. And I do believe that he can be speaking to a person over here about one thing and be speaking to a person over here about something completely different. And I'm thankful God does that. You know, we're living in a day and time where not all preachers for sure, but preachers seem to want to water down what comes across the pulpit. I don't want to be personally offensive to anybody, but I don't want to skip over anything in the Word of God either. Because you never know, you never know what people need. We need to be praying. I, I think that we heard it tonight very well. We need to depend on God. Without Him, we can do nothing. And we know that. Our dependence needs to be upon Him. And never doubt that the devil is real. He's very real. And he's doing everything he can to destroy you. He's doing everything he can to attack you. He's looking for that weak spot in your life that he can get into, that he can wash you out. He may have already found it. He may, he may already have you down in the dumps. I'm telling you, you can have victory over him by the Spirit of God. Realize that you are a part of the battle. I don't want to be in the battle. If you're a Christian, you're in it. You're already in it. And I'm telling you, if each day we don't get up and, 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 and put on the whole armor of God, we live a defeated life. Day after day after day after month after month after year after year, we can continue to live that defeated life if we're not willing to trust God and act upon his word. Realize you are a part of this battle. And then pray pray, pray. Asking God to do what only he can do. Asking him to guide you in his word. Asking him to asking him to deliver what you need to have the victory that he can give. He uses different things. He uses different people. But he doesn't ever use anything that's contrary to this book. He's faithful to his word i'm thankful for all the things that we heard tonight i truly am let's stay in the fight it really doesn't matter well it really doesn't matter a whole lot what's going on around the world we need to be praying even as we prayed this morning for our nation leaders and all those things but one of these days 
We're going to graduate out of here. We want to make sure we're laying up treasures in heaven. Heard about that, didn't we? We want to make sure we're right where we need to be. That we can, uh, that we can be a blessing to others. That we can help others. Let's all stand. Stand with me, would you? Heavenly Father, we've heard so much tonight, and I am grateful. I'm grateful for the Word of God. I'm thankful that you still use it in the lives of men, women, boys, and girls. I'm thankful that you are faithful, and that if we choose to stand, that we realize that we're in a battle, if, if we choose to be strong in your might and, and, and certainly know our enemy and, 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 Lord, fight the good fight and put on your armor, we can live a victorious life. We can live a joy-filled life. We, cannot, we can live a life to where we are not going to be ashamed when we finally graduate to spend eternity with you. I don't know how you may have spoken to hearts tonight, but we're going to open up the altar, and I pray that folks would just be uh, obedient to however you may have spoken to their heart. Bless these next few minutes, we pray, and thank you for your goodness, and ask these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed, some are making their way to the altar. You need to come. Piano's going to play. Brother Dan's going to sing a verse as he sings. Why don't you just let God have his way, whatever he wants. Thank you for being in the services today with us at Riverside Baptist Church. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, we certainly would like to help you with that. You can get more information at our website at rbcstjoe.com or call here at the church. If you're a believer and God has spoken to your heart, I hope you'll take time to turn aside and let him have his way in your life. If we can help in any way, shape, or form, please feel free to contact us. We look forward to ministering to you again.